I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between it. Like insurance. Oh, for Christ's sake. There's so many insurance things. I, I don't even know which one came first. I think it was the blood test, and they emailed, no, they, they sent you a postal letter saying, we aren't going to cover this, or... Yes. I got a letter from the place, the lab place that was billing my insurance saying that it hadn't been covered. And the lab work that hadn't been covered had been done quite some time ago when the gynecologist sent me to do it. Yes. So... When, when did you last go to the gynecologist? End of last year, maybe, or... Fall, winter-ish? Last fall. Okay. So I thought, well, this is possibly problematic. <laughs> little, little did I know it would be the least of my problems, but nonetheless, I had to solve the problem. So the instructions were to call them, which actually makes sense compared to the rest of the insurance things that were ha going to happen. <laughs> but uh, call them to verify that they had the right information. And this was called the lab place. Call the place that bills for the lab place. Okay. Yeah. So I, I gave them a call, and uh, they were very nice on the phone. And they asked, like I said, logical questions, which I really appreciate, especially in retrospect. Yes. Um <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, things like, okay, how is your name spelled on the bill and how is your name spelled on your insurance card? Well, my middle initial is on one of them and not on the other. So we can fix that. Let's make sure all the numbers match. That's a good idea. Billing address, phone number. She says, okay, let's check everything else. And then she says, very nicely, that she's been doing that work for a while, but would never presume to know things without asking. So she needed to ask, was I male or female? Because the billing was under female. And I said, well, I told her I'm male and the insurance has me as male. However, the gynecologist's office probably still has me as female. I did transition three years ago and they might not have changed that at the gynecologist's office, all things considered. Yes. <laughs> And she was just like, okay, no problem. Yes, very nicely so. Okay, that makes sense. Let's change it and see if they pay if we change it. Very good. So I might have to now be the first person on my gynecologist list as male. That's entirely possible. As far as we could tell from, well, from her feedback, the first time I mentioned to her that I was going to transition, I am the first trans guy that she's had in her practice, so... Now I will have to be listed as a male. But you also only go every two to three years, which is all that's really needed at your stage of life and stage of transition. Whereas since then, you know, this is three or four years in. Three years went fast. So that solved that problem to my knowledge. Mm -hmm. I will not be surprised if I get something else in the mail. Right. That says they're not paying for it. But I did tell her when I was explaining this to her that the insurance company has a letter from me stating I was transitioning and would need both of these types of services. Like, yes, I'd be well, not not exactly that, not both services, but I'd need a mixture to continue, of services. Yes, yes, I'd need to continue certain services, and I would still be listed as male. Yes, 
So that appeared to solve that problem. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we mentioned last time, but I think it took about 13 phone calls to get my mother's prescriptions ironed out. Oh, goodness. That was because she had the gap period in her federal coverage through Medicare. Well, it's not exactly through that, but that's the base yeah. of it. And there's a gap period where you get, they call it a donut hole. Yes, between the time that you've exhausted your coverage benefit and the time that you pay off your deductible and then they have to start covering you again. Right. So she hit the donut hole and she has a coverage for that. There's a program that she applied for Mm -hmm. and that's how she she does it. You and I have that through work too, don't we? Gap coverage? I have gap coverage. It covers like so many doctor's visits and other outpatient yeah, things. different. there are different vari- variations yeah. on it, but... So hers covers uh, this prescription and medical donut hole, kind of jiggling it into place. Getting the hole Aww. back in the donut wasn't so easy. Aww. Uh, w- you, but you, again, again, in retrospect, it seems easy compared to what I went through uh, later. The fact that they call it a donut hole makes it sound way more fun than it actually is. Yeah, it sounds like, oh, good, a donut, oh, all I get is a hole. <laughs> Never mind. But donut holes are sweet and yummy, and sometimes they have frosting. Okay, I don't think they made those when I was a kid. Just so you know, I think donut holes were invented later. Because I vaguely remember Dunkin' Donuts coming out with donut holes and thinking, oh, okay. That's funny. Yeah. I think I remember that, too, because I remember thinking, huh, I never thought about where that extra dough went. Back into the next donut, I would assume. Uh, well, yes, but, I would assume But now also. you could have a, a two bite of a donut thing and believe that you were going to only eat one. But <laughs> we digress. We do that. Yeah. <laughs> so your mother's insurance prescription coverage was weird, and she went to go pick it up, and it said it was going to be how much? Oh, somewhere between 1300 and $1,800 or something. Oh, gosh. I can't imagine paying $1,300 for a prescription. Each time, each month. Every month. No, mm-hmm. no. And Unacceptable. It was, it was insulin, not optional. No. I, I think, and I, I haven't figured out a way around this yet, but I think that as a blind person, her insulin pen should not cost more than other insulin does. The regular insulin in the vials is pretty cheap, and you can even get a brand of it over the counter without a prescription, and it doesn't cost a lot. But because she is blind and she needs to use the pens, that she can hear them go click, click, click as she doses. We hope she's listening. Well, we hope so. (laughs) To the pens, not to this. (laughs) (laughs) Because she needs that tactile feedback to be able to appropriately dose her insulin. Yeah, that would make sense. But then there's insurance. (laughs) So Insurance. Insurance. So then you did get that handled, even though it was tons of phone calls. And you're sitting at work making all these phone calls. I, I feel like I never get any work done. Because you're calling all these government agencies... And insurance companies and other corporate entities that are also open at the same time as your government agency. So when else can you call? Well, and the instructions I had from the beginning of the year were, when this time comes, you call this place and tell them. So I did that. I dug out the file and called the number and they said, oh, well, we need these other things. You need to call the donut people. (laughs) (laughs) 
I want to call the donut people. This now reminds me of our of our uh, number two child talking about uh, like three stooges and donut and do not mm-hmm. and getting mixed up. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, uh, <laughs> so I called them and they said, oh, you need to call, uh, you know, somebody else. <laughs> and uh, and I so I was talking to the pharmacy, the donut hole people and the donut people. <laughs> and until uh, we got about 13 calls in, and then they gave me the prescription. Now, instead of it being, you know, this exorbitant... Over $1,000 per month per, you know, yeah, no. price. And usually she pays about 30 to $90. Uh-huh. It was free. Well, that's so nice. So once you found the donut hole, you got to have your donuts for nothing. <laughs> so... <laughs> There you go, which was great. I was excited. Goodness, yes. Understandably so. So then we get to the middle, you know, we're in the middle of summer here. And apparently that's the fiscal year at at my work rolls over. And also my insurance does, even though the flex coverage doesn't. And flex coverage is where you prepay into your health fund. The uh, health savings account. Health savings account pre-taxed. Yes, and so that goes from the first to the first of the year to the end of the year, but because it is a taxable thing or pre-tax. No, thing. no, that's they just started that this year. Oh, but before it used to go to July, like the fiscal year, and then throughout the rest of your agency through July again, and then you'd have to take the two pieces and cut them in half and put them in your taxes, <sighs> which is, you know, probably strudel instead of donuts. But anyhow. <laughs> So you call the insurance and you're doing all of this at work and you finally get it sorted out and it is free. Yes. And your mother's insurance is all settled, but then yours wasn't again. No, I get a letter in the mail saying your prescription is not covered. And then it has this whole like, I'm going to call it a disclaimer, although they don't write it that exactly like that. But they say not to change your medication without your doctor's permission. But yet... We're not going to pay for it. These folks are sending you a letter saying, we're not giving it to you. Uh-huh. So who's changing what? No. And it's always like the same medication that I've taken for a long time. Yes, it is. Same thing, folks. Always. And... Every once in a... And the, the dosage changed not long after you and I started living together because the generic that you had been taking had switched formulations and something in one of the binders or the extra ingredients that was not the active ingredient had started giving you an allergic reaction. Yes. And so you did It's change. not officially an allergic reaction. It's a reaction. Yes. If you want to be medical about it, which a lot of the doctors yes. start to... Correct. You were not having a histamine reaction, which would be an allergy. You were having a... Insomnia reaction. Not acceptable. And and by insomnia, I was waking up every 45 minutes, which was really bad. It was. Once it really got going, it was really bad. So having figured that out, I, I have to be on the name brand, which is, you know, mm-hmm. how I am with testosterone as well, name yes. brand. Because I have reactions to things. You have reactions to things. I do. <laughs> you, you got the genetics, man. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So the letter said, you know, we're not covering this, but don't change your medicine without your doctor's permission. (laughs) But we're not going to give you your medicine. Right. (laughs) And I thought, okay, I thought this wasn't time for this yet because every really odd number of months, I want to say like every 18 months or every 
27 months or some crazy yeah. number, they want you to resert your prescription through your doctor. Which is understandable because the name brands do cost more and you are on a medication that is on the higher end of the price spectrum. And so they want basically for your doctor to say, yes, this guy really still does need this more expensive medication. Well, now, now that you're done talking, because you, you went on for a minute there. That's not the thing. It doesn't matter if it's generic or whatever it is. They always want it reserted. Mm-hmm. Every odd, some odd number of. So I will call them usually ahead of time and say, "Hey, when is this research due?" So I'll be ready. Okay. But yeah, it's not that. No, when it's the name brand, there's a bigger fight, which was about to happen. Okay. Yeah. So then I got another letter in the mail that was dated two days later. And that came on like, I want to say a Friday, so I didn't do anything. I was waiting till Monday. I get a letter and I forget about it on Monday, probably because I'm calling my mother's insurance or something. So I got the other letter saying, your two pills a day are approved of this medication. The same medication they just said that they're not going to give you. Yes. But then it got more complicated. Now, hold on. Why why were you on the two pills a day instead of one? I mean, you take them at the same time each day. Because they weren't making that dose in the name brand at the time. or so, There was some complication like that. Yeah. He had to give... Originally, I had been taking three of those, mm-hmm. and then we went down to two. Right. And I, I, he wanted me to take them at different times a day to try and see if that was going to solve the problem. I was having... The is- insomnia problem? No, I was having issues in general of like ear ringing or one of those kind of things. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to see if we could get rid of, you know, the problem by right. taking, splitting it into two times a day, even though it's an extended release medication. Well, oh yeah, that was the other problem. Like there's a difference between extended release and sustained release and, you know, timed release and all these others. And the one that you needed wasn't available in the right dosage. Right. When I was taking the generic, the smaller dose was available but it just, the sizes didn't match up. Right. So, so I had the two pills. And then we tried to solve the other odd problem that, you know, wasn't a, one you can't live with, but it's always nice. Just side effects. Side, side effect problems. So I thought, oh, good. Here's the letter. So I went to the pharmacy to pick up uh, the kids' medicine and mine. And it's kind of great because there's an app for that now and I don't have to talk to them. I just <laughs> hold up my phone and they scan it. That's great. Yeah, I don't have to like stand there and say my name and spell my name and have them say the medication to me and all that kind of stuff. That's, yeah. Yeah. So they scan it and they bring me his medicine and then they say, do you know that this medicine costs $2,187.52? That's more than $1,300. And I said, no, I did not know that. And I thought she appreciated that I was at least a little amused because (laughs) we all know it's not very amusing. No. I said, I will uh, talk to the insurance company and doctor's office and figure out what's going on. So I will leave that one here. You have enough to get you through for another week or so? I was hoping I will get through the period of time before the meds ran out. Yes. By calling them frequently. So this is on like, I guess I pick that medicine up on a Tuesday or Wednesday because, you know, the first letter came on a Friday. 
I can't do anything. The other one comes on a Monday. Okay, now the problem is supposedly solved. I go to pick up the meds. Oh, wait, no, it's not. So I start calling the various other people. And these people end up being the insurance company, my doctor's office, and the pharmacy in some sort of varied, uh, the word was right there and it went away. Mm-hmm. Succession. Okay. Now, were you calling, I'm curious, because we have the same overall health plan program because we're both government employees. Were you calling the main health plan or were you calling the third party that they have covering prescription insurance? I was calling the prescription insurance folks, which was the number on the letter and who the letter was from. Okay. And it said on there to call that number if you had questions. And I had some questions now. (laughs) No kidding. Yes. So each of us were getting different answers. Mostly myself, the doctor's office, and the pharmacy were getting different answers the answers were being given by the insurance and the pharmacy to the other one. So, so for some examples, you would call the insurance and they would say, this medication has a DAW attached that says blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, DAW, uh, dispense as written. Yes. Okay. What does it say? It says you want this generic brand only. I said, oh, no, no, no. That's from a couple of years ago. You can't have that generic that's brand not, anymore. That's not what I'm doing. They sold their, whoever makes the actual medicine was that, you know, that was sold to somebody else and I can't take that. I have to take the name brand. So they told you it was something basically flagged on their files that they couldn't fulfill. No, they wanted the doctor's office to change the prescription. So I called the doctor's office and they said, okay. Uh, that's not a problem. They clarified with me what was going on and tried to understand because my doctor's not there very often. He's actually later this month going to give me somebody else at his office because he's going to finish retiring to out of state. Nice. So he's out of the state a lot and he comes over here once in a while and does, sees all his patients like in four days. Nice. So I'm talking to the doctor's office. They say, okay, so you don't have that generic anymore? And I explain this whole thing to them. And they say, okay, we'll take that off and send it over again. And so I wait a little bit and then I I get a text from the pharmacy saying my prescription's ready. So I call the pharmacy and I ask them and they say, oh, no, no, it's still $2,187.52. And so, uh, okay, did the insurance company contact you? And they say they didn't. So I call the insurance company and I talk to somebody else, of course. And um, and what did this insurance agent tell you? This one says... Or insurance tech, well, I guess. Here's the other problem. Because remember I said now we have this new app and you go up to the pharmacy and you don't have to talk and mm-hmm. see everything. Well, I'm in my cubicle at work. And every time I start calling, I have to, especially to the insurance company who cannot seem to hear me right when I get to what the medication is, louder what my medication is. So now I have no privacy or at least my cubicle mate knows more than he needs to, right? About which antidepressant you take. Yes. Lovely. Yes. I'm like, no, no, this one. <laughs> Look, people, you only have one medicine there. There's only one in my file. One, whether it's generic or whatever, there's only one medicine. Yeah. But no, I have to read it loud every time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm getting really mad at them. I'm sorry. And, uh, you know, using a cell phone and sitting on your cell phone is sometimes an option. You can get cut off easier than a landline. 
you can't do your work while you're doing that, so you have to leave your desk and go somewhere else and so forth. So they say they didn't send it to us. We don't have anything new from the, insur- from the doctor's office. Doctor's office just said that they were going to send it over. Yes. So then I call the doctor's office and uh, they say, no, we sent that over there. Yes, we sent it to this number, etc. electronically. So then I call the insurance company back again. And it's the same person I got the first time, which is good. She remembers me. Nonetheless, I have to go over what medication I take. Yes, you do. Yes, I do. <laughs> Even though they're not giving it to me. Ugh. So this went just back and forth and back and forth because... The insurance company would uh, say one thing. I'd call the doctor. The doctor's office actually called me back one of the times and said, you know, we just talked to your pharmacy and they say your insurance company's having problems with their software. And I said, well, nobody told me that. Of course and I've they talked didn't. to the pharmacy and the insurance company more than once and they didn't say that to me. So I wasn't buying it. I thought they were trying to get rid of her. I, I think what's entirely possible is that they were having trouble with their software, but they wouldn't admit that to a consumer. They would only admit that to other professionals. I don't think that has to be true because lots of times you're talking to insurance and like the first number I called that was on the letter actually went to the primary insurance and they have to transfer you to the ph- uh, pharmacy, uh, the prescription coverage. And they were glad that they had to transfer me because their computers were down. So they'll tell you if their stuff's not working because that means you can just go away right now. Yeah, it's it's one thing if the computers are down, though, and it's another thing like if they just installed a new system and it totally went ass backwards and they don't want customers on their ass about it. Well, that could be true. But, you know, I I called them back again. And and so when I got the person I had gotten the first time... She said, here's what you want them to do. They want to write on top new information so that the person getting it doesn't think it's just a duplicate and discard it. So I I do that, and then I wait, and then I get a tax, and then I call the pharmacy. And fortunately, at the pharmacy, I'm getting the same two people, like Jack and Jill or whoever they were. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and, and so, so they're, they're starting they're to know. they're familiar with situation I say my name and they say, oh, you want me to try that again and see if it's gone through? Oh, no, it hasn't gone through. It's still 2000 something. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Um, And I asked them about the software thing and they didn't know. So (laughs) they didn't know what was going on that was actually causing the problem. Okay. So during this, you know, back and forth to the insurance company now, the insurance company is telling me different answer each time. The pharmacy is telling me a different answer each time. And the doctor's office is telling me a different thing that the pharmacy told them and that they're sending the thing and the thing's not going. (laughs) So um, one of them was, oh, yes. I said, look, explain to me why I have this letter here saying the two pills are approved. But when I go to pick it up, it's too much money. It's not the $40 that I was paying before and it's not the copay that's listed on my card. And they say, oh, well, listen to this bullshit. Yes, two pills are approved, but not in the name brand even though it says name brand on the letter, mm-hmm. for both of them, you have to pay the overage of what? <laughs> no. No, I'm not buying that one either. So I said, no, no, th- this is this has been done before. It was working last month and it just needs to be fixed. And mm-hmm. I'm going to keep calling all of you until somebody fixes it. So, <laughs> um, so I probably call everybody again. And then, then I end up calling the... the medication uh, coverage again. And this person says, you've been calling us a bunch. And I said, yes, I have. (laughs) Thank you for noticing. 
Um, <laughs> I need my antidepressant. I you said, want me to call you? I said, you know, she said, you last got this on the 30th. And I said, yes. And I've been trying to get it for uh, a week and a half now. Because the, all these phone calls are happening over a period of days. Like I'm mm-hmm. calling them a few times. And right. the next day I'm calling a few few more times and so forth. So she says, hold on, let me talk to my supervisor. And because I'm talking to her, I said, can you just call my doctor's office? And she says, yeah, we can do that. Okay, head slap. <laughs> right? <laughs> so head palm, whatever. And uh, Face palm? Yeah, that thing. <laughs> Something. Anyway. And she says, and my supervisor has a number they can fax it directly to her. I said, great. So they called my doctor. And I, I actually had to go, like, work in between these things, which is why it took a few days. Right. You know, I called half a week on the first week and half a week on the second half. On the half... Whatever. I called half a week each time. Yes. Before I finally got this solved. About uh-huh. six days total. So I get a text that night while I'm working that says it's at the pharmacy. And I by this time, I'm immune to this game of believing it could be true. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know you have it. The question is, do you have it at a price I can afford? Because every time they have to with, withdraw the one that costs too much and rerun it, it says it again, you know, it sends oh, yeah. it to me again. So, so, and I didn't have time to get it that night anyway. Right. And then the next morning I had to be at a meeting early. So I, I'm, after my break, after that meeting, I called and said, so how much is it really this time? And they said, it's actually $40. I said, no way. <gasps> Woohoo! Right. And then I was trying to figure out how I was going to get over there and get it because of work. Yeah. Know? So I eventually was able to do that. So having said all that, obviously that was easier at the beginning than it was at the end. Mm. Because at the beginning, we just had, we didn't pay your lab work that the gynecologist ordered. That was easy. It might come back. It might come back again. It might come back. And then it was, you know, the donuts. But this this was a whole nother box of Skittles or something. I don't know. So... Can you taste the rainbow? I don't. I don't really like Skittles, so uh, they can keep them. <laughs> Rainbows are fine, but Skittles, no. Okay. Yeah. M and M's. I like the peanut butter ones and the almond ones. Those are good. Not that often. I, there's other things. So is that all the insurance for now? I hope so. But I really do. I do too. But you know, with our luck, it won't be. And there will still be a problem with the lab work from the gyno. And that'll well, be a whole nother episode, I'm sure. It might be. And it'll be, you know, something to at least update if they go ahead and pay it. Yes, it will. It could take us another nine, nine or ten months to find out. Because <laughs> it took them nine or ten months to send you the letter saying that they weren't going to pay it. That they weren't getting paid. Oh, yes. It wasn't from the insurance. It was from the... Yeah, okay. No, the insurance only told me they weren't paying for the medicine. The, your other bills, they don't care about. That's your problem. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I, I wonder if it's because they had to put that thing in there about not, cha- not changing your medication without your doctor's permission, whereas the bill for a doctor's thing or a lab... It already work, happened. It already happened. That's entirely possible because especially for a psych med, they they don't want you going postal because they canceled your psych med. No, they don't. 
or I should say, they probably don't care if you go postal. They don't want you going postal on them and having a lawsuit because they canceled your psych med. You couldn't find these people if you wanted to. No, but the the lawsuit from the people who you went postal on against them for canceling your psych med is the thing they don't want. That's true. Now we've got got some logic here. (laughs) (laughs) I think I want donuts now. Can we have donuts? You can. Okay. Gluten-free donuts are very far away. They they are far away. All the way down into town and way to the other corner of town, huh? It's probably not even open. It probably isn't. So, no. No. not not No donuts right now. Yeah. I'm okay without donuts. I I don't care if you have donuts. It takes time and energy to get to the store and get donuts. Not like we have donuts around the house here. Probably on purpose. (laughs) You know. (laughs) So, is that it? I think that is it now. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening. Did it do it again? No, I think that was mine. Okay. Go ahead. Yours wasn't baseball. Mine was not baseball. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, probably strudel instead of donuts, but anyhow. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? What was I talking about? I got distracted by strudel, which I don't get. There's no gluten-free strudel that I know of. So. No, you don't get strudel. Ha, 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 ha.